Welcome to Real Money Talks. Real strategies from the money makers and the world changers that you can use to make millions, keep those millions, multiply your wealth, and build your team. Here's your host, author of five New York Times bestsellers, money expert on Dr. Phil, CNN, CNBC, The Street TV, Fox News, and The View, Laurel Langmire. All right, welcome back. This is our COVID-19 market awareness broadcast, uh, which we host every Tuesday and Thursday at 12 noon Pacific Standard Time or Daylight Time, whatever time that is, um, in the West Coast time. So uh, welcome back. We've been uh, broadcasting, as all of you know, since the beginning of uh, this new journey and new world we're living in. And um, it's either me giving direct content on how to be a great entrepreneur, what do you do in real estate, what do you do with your money? And uh, it's not going to get any easier, folks. So this going back is not going back. And I think so much has changed. I don't think. I know so much has changed. I know for me, I'm not running around the world on airplanes. I don't know where you are, Raymond, on it, but um, I'm kind of enjoying this, you know, being home and Hanging out with my family. I, got, I picked up dirt biking. I got all this like fun new things I'm doing. I'm going to start boxing again next week. So, wow. <laughs> so a lot of you that are out there, I think uh, the, you know, it's not about a go back. It's who do you want to design yourself to be? And I think, uh, you know, Thomas has been on our broadcasts and a lot of our guests have said, you know, who are you going to become? And it's a great time to reset your life. And many of you, you are unemployed. You're going to probably stay unemployed. I know so many businesses that are shutting down. And again, picking up those businesses and becoming partners is probably the greatest transfer of wealth that's ever going to happen to you. And uh, today, I actually am going to bring on, I'm going to say a very dear friend. Um, I don't even know how we met. I don't even remember. But Raymond Aaron is with me today. And uh, he lives in Toronto, Canada. I think I met you, of course, in a hotel, because that's where our speakers all meet. Uh, but I, was somebody else on stage, do you remember how we met? I don't, but we fell in love so much that I was in your innermost circle and invited to your wedding, and I was really honored to be invited. I know. It was awesome. And since then, you've inspired my daughter to write, right? So she's got like little short stories she writes about. Um, it's been on your stage. And talk a little bit about like just your background. And those of you that don't know, Raymond has been, I mean, world leading speaker all over the world. Um, we've traveled around together. And originally, uh, when I met you, you were teaching more ultimate wealth and like the broad wealth uh, concepts. And now you teach entrepreneurs how to publish a book and get a bestseller out. And I love forwarding your books with you. And uh, we have so many joint clients that are just awesome. And uh, so you tell a little bit about your journey, how you got here. And then let's Talk about what's going on in this uh, awesome uh, economy and world we have right now. Okay, very quickly. My name is Raymond Aaron. I'm a New York Times top 10 bestselling author, a serial entrepreneur. I run several businesses and several cash-gushing websites. I have delivered over 5,000 speeches and seminars over 37 years around the world. I'm an adventurer, and probably my most famous adventure is entering and completing at age 62 a 350-mile month-long foot race to the North Pole at minus 40 degrees, hauling a 100-pound sled with all my provisions, dodging polar bears. No way. I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. At age 62. Wow. Yeah. Good for you. Well, I remember um, on another birthday, I'll let you tell that story, where you had, I don't know if you were in the Guinness Book, but you had like got extraordinary, you were planking. I remember you yeah. sent me a picture of like the longest standing plank ever. I don't know well, in the world, but it was long. 
a plank is this is this exercise where your forearms and your toes are on the ground and your back is perfectly straight. And at age 73, I did an 11-minute plank. Most people can do 30 seconds or 60 seconds. But unfortunately, the world record is eight hours, which is like... How does that even happen? It's beyond me. Anyways, that's my background. I graduated as a physicist, one of the youngest graduates of the School of Physics in the 200-year history of the University of Toronto. I've been rated as a genius in the field of mathematics. And with all that brain power, I produced a life of garbage up to age 39. I was 50 pounds overweight, $100,000 in debt. I had already lost two marriages. I had no idea where I was going. I was depressed. And I was a 39-year-old life loser until I saw the light, until someone coached me to be distinguished, to be authoritative, to be branded by writing a book. And I did indeed write a book. I wrote a book on real estate. And suddenly, I was wanted on stages across North America, and my income skyrocketed. And I've been teaching real estate. I've been teaching true life principles, true wealth principles. I've been teaching branding, book writing, and goal setting for 37 years. And for 37 years, I've been stepping onto an airplane one and a half times a week, every week for 37 years. And for four months, I haven't seen an airport. And it's wonderful. It's so wonderful. Yeah. I even bought this house because it's 18 minutes from the airport. (laughs) <laughs> and now I don't care. <laughs> I know. It's awesome. So talk about some of those changes. Like, just for you, what did you do? You know, I hate some of these, like, new coin words, pivot, but whatever, whatever changed. Like, talk about you personally. What did you do to your company? Um, what did you do to shift it? And uh, what are you just seeing in the space? Okay. So I'm going to talk about what I've done. And then I'm going to talk about what's going on in the world. So number one, I immediately called Jack Hanfield on March 15th and said, ah, we have a seminar business in which we have the same number, about 10 or 12 employees that are so powerful and so dedicated to get us onto an airplane and get us into a hotel bedroom and get us down the elevator down to a giant ballroom. That's what they do. And they're great at it. And then Jack and I fly around the world. We looked at each other and said, what are we going to do? How are we going to take this online? Will people come to online events? Of course, now we know people are willing to come to Zoom events. But on March 15th, we didn't know. And we didn't know if the staff we had was qualified to do that. But in both cases, we did pivot. And we also decided to have a backup plan, a safety net. And we both decided to join a network marketing program. And we joined it. And it's doing extremely well. I don't want to mention it because I don't want to sell it here. I just want to say that that's one of the things that's on the rise. And that's why we did it. So, so I joined three. I'm well. I've been in. I've been in about eight. I own a few of them, but like I'm really focusing on three. Same thing. Like it's just really important to have all these different revenue streams. So here's what I see is going on in the world. If you're in network marketing, you are making more money than you ever earned in your life because people before the the lockdown were buying about ninety percent of the things they were buying in a store and maybe ten percent online, but now they've had four months of buying only online and it takes 21 days to create a habit. Four months is way more than 21 days. People are now in the habit of buying online. And when the lockdown is over, that doesn't mean they're going to go back to 90-10. They may go back to 50-50, which means five times more purchases online and roughly half the purchases in physical stores. That means restaurants are going bankrupt. 
most restaurants in Canada were shut down. Most restaurants in North America were shut down for months and something like 80% of them are not going to reopen. I just read a report by the Restaurant Association. They did a poll of their members. About 80% of restaurants are not going to reopen. Yeah. So talk about a change. Also, well, of course, amusement parks, Walt Disney, the most loved company in the entire world, its sales are down last year to this year, 91%. Let me tell you what 91% is. If you're earning $100,000 a year, that's a good income. You know, that's a nice, respectable income. To go from $100,000 to $9,000, that's what it means to drop 91%. Mighty Disney. And how about Mighty Hertz Rent-A-Car? Bankrupt. JCPenney? Bankrupt. Neiman Marcus? Bankrupt. Oh, my God. Big companies, little companies. You might say, who cares about a big company? So who cares? Well, I'll tell you who cares. If Neiman Marcus is the anchor in a mall and they go under... Suddenly, the mall doesn't have an anchor, and that means the little stores don't have the traffic. That means the little stores can't pay their rent, so the mall goes bankrupt, and the mall owner goes bankrupt. So here's my predictions. Retail real estate is going down and won't recover because people have learned to buy online. And office real estate is going down, and so will owners of office real estate. Why? Because I'm a successful entrepreneur, Jack Canfield, Laurel Langmire. All of us successful entrepreneurs have had to live without an office for four months now, and our businesses are doing well. So we're saying to ourselves, hello, it costs me $100,000 a year to have an office. If I'm thriving without an office, why should I go back to one? And a million entrepreneurs around North America and the entire industrialized world are saying that office real estate is going to go down and never recover. It'll never come to its current level. So office real estate, retail real estate are going down. Restaurants are going down. There's now pop-up restaurants that actually don't even exist. They're just figments of Uber Eats imagination. Listen to this. No, they They are. Figments of Uber Eats imagination. What Uber does is research. This is so fascinating. No one knows this. What Uber does, what Uber Eats does, is they look at certain geographical areas and they say, what's missing? And they'll notice that in this particular area, there's no Chinese restaurant. So they'll talk to their restaurants that are already thriving and they'll say, can you, without a store, without anything, can you get a Chinese restaurant going? We'll give it a big name. We won't say the the address of it because it doesn't have an address. And it's an imaginary restaurant that just exists in Uber Eats. And they guarantee you'll be successful because they say there's no competition in the area. Yep. So all kinds of things are changing. Here, you want a, a secret? Get into the courier business. Because Amazon just hired 150,000 new employees. Laurel, that's a freaking, that's five cities. 150,000 people when Hertz is going bankrupt. And they appear to be in somewhat the same industry of transportation. Why? Because when people are switching to buying online, they suddenly need couriers that they never needed before. I live in a luxury high-rise condo, and the concierge has a delicate little place where he keeps little courier packages. Oh, my God, they're overflowing. There's giant boxes everywhere. He can barely get to his seat behind the desk. There's boxes everywhere. And it ain't going to stop when the virus is over. It's, we're not going to go back. There's no going back. It's an ecology. If you understand ecology, what it means is there's a certain number of rabbits and there's a certain number of foxes. And the rabbits need the certain number of foxes. If you take the rabbits away, the foxes die. If you double the number of rabbits 
the doubles the number of foxes. Everything is in balance. Well, the world just got whacked. Mike Tyson, the feisty boxer, said something 20 years ago, but it's relevant today. He said, everyone has a plan until they get punched in the face. But the entire world, the entire world just got punched in the face. It's bigger than the Second World War. The Second World War affected a little bit of Asia and all of Europe. It's bigger than the Black Plague, which affected only Europe. This is the only thing that has ever affected everybody. The only thing ever. And interestingly, it's not a biological virus. That's uh, very, very few people are getting killed, are are dying. Very, very few people are dying. But everybody's getting hit economically. It is an economic horror show, which from Laurel's point of view, if you pivot it and think of the other way, is an economic bounty that you could never have for the rest of your life. There are businesses that will come back, but are now in desperate trouble for a little bit of cash. If you can give them that little bit of cash, you can buy it. You can take it over. You you can dictate your terms because they're in trouble. And I don't mean take advantage of people. They are in trouble. Well, and that's what we've been telling. I mean, I, you know, I love about you, our relationship, like I didn't even set you up about what we've been talking about and you, we are like exactly on point. Like, cause that's exactly like you, when you, when you spin it and turn it, the companies don't have to shut down, but they don't have the 20, 30, 40, 50,000. And like what we've been seeing is get the company, put a new LLC together, put the company inside, put your cash inside your 50, 50 partners. Like you think about, you know, dragons Den and shark tank, the world is wide open to it right now. And it's going to be in real estate. It's in, I, I've been calling it, um, Raymond, the most indiscriminate crash because it's in every category. Every category is. is open to make money. You can do anything right now. It's so open if you wake up. And I think so many people, I've been calling it a COVID coma, are sitting around, you know, and more worried about they're getting their stimulus checks than getting creative about what to do and what to go buy. There's so much to buy right now. Right. So much about, and you know, the prediction that I have on the retail spaces, I think retail spaces and small college campuses that can't make it will be turned into residential assisted living facilities. Oh, yes. Right. Because, I mean, they already go to the mall to walk. Right. So those can just be turned into houses with a huge walking area in the middle. You can put the gyms in there. So between retail shopping malls and college campuses, I think that will be where assisted living grows. I mean, our whole community is out looking for those kind of purchases right now. There, of course, were universities before COVID that were virtual and did everything online, but now it's going to be a giant switch. Laurel, I'm giving spiritual workshops by Zoom. Like spiritual, you'd think you'd have to be there in person. Spiritual, how can spiritual and high tech even coexist? But I'm getting better feedback forms from my Zoom workshops than the live ones because people can can look into the eyes of every single participant and they don't have to hunt around for their names it shows right on the bottom left corner of the little zoom box and so they can see people's names they can look into everybody's eyes they get a greater intensity of relationship greater intensity by zoom who knew now we zoom pre-existed covid but only a few people used it and everyone said oh it's better to fly there well, now that you can't fly there, you do it by Zoom and it darn well just as good. Yeah. So what are you seeing like uh, the Canadian market? So kind of z- like zoom in. So target in what's going on into the Canadian market. What are you seeing? Or, uh, what are anything, the I don't think there's anything different between the Canadian and U.S. market economically. Now, Canada is different, as you know, you're an American with a Canadian husband. Yeah. 
Canada is different. There's practically no guns. There's practically no litter. There's practically no Black Lives Matter. There's practically no demand to carry a gun. It's so, so much safer. And so I have Canadian expenses, U.S. revenue. It's the most delightful situation. Love it. And I live in a country that has practically no gun, very little crime. I'll say controversial. Yeah. And heaven knows, oh, my God, what's going to happen in America at the elections? Because guaranteed there's going to be some screw ups and guaranteed that both parties are going to contest every state. And I think whether Trump wins or loses, he's going to stay in office way beyond the date. Even if he's voted out, he'll just contest it. And there'll be so many screw ups because things will be done so new at such a large scale that there has to be screw ups. It's going to well, be. And there's already there. Yeah. And there's already been like my son got his, you know, mail in ballot, you know, back because it wasn't filled out properly. And it's like it's going to be so contaminated. And yeah. I don't think either side, unless you walk in with your passport or your ID and you can actually be seen as a human, the amount of bots, the amount of shit that's going to happen on the Internet and mail in and fake people. It's going to be an interesting time. And I think for most people, again, the theme has been the same since March. I think uh, we all kind of stood stood around, like I said, that first week of March. I would say March 11 to March 17 was like the oh shit moment. Like we're all like looking at each other like, all right, let's, what are we going to do? And then we all did it. It's interesting how long it took some people to move. Like it was, we were right back up. We did our first online event. I think we were one of the first to market beginning of like in April. We just knew we had to move because we had tickets out. That's the other thing. We had all hundreds yes. of tickets around the world that we needed to deliver something. So they didn't freak and out. They already prepaid. Right. And so we needed to do something. So we put them all online. But it's been interesting to the, the whole theme is become an entrepreneur. And so when you see the ecology of it, like I wish more of those statistics were being paid attention to more entrepreneurs can be, you know, born out of this time and more wealth will be transferred for those that are paying attention. And what's different now, like the opportunities to buy in like a hair salon, a nail salon. I mean, they might only need 20 grand in rent for the next year to get through and you can buy like all sorts of stuff right now for cheap because they need money more than they want to go bankrupt and they don't know how to fix it right now. And the other thing to bring into companies is just the technical support. A lot of them have, like, I remember uh, when this first hit, some of my favorite restaurants in Reno, I mean, they're a little like, you know, local dives and stuff. They didn't really have a good online presence. They hired people immediately out of the university to like get their websites and get their menus up and, you know, how to, how to even do some of that. And don't you think that a lot of the restaurants that are going to survive, it's the experience and the environment that's going to keep them alive because people want to go for the experience and the food. But I think uh, that's going to shift too, don't you think? I think it's not the food or the experience. I think it's the ones that happen to have cash lying around. Oh, interesting. That's all it's going to be. Because there's a major chain of restaurants in Toronto, O&B, Olivia and Botticelli or something. It's O&B. I can't remember the exact name. And they have about 10 restaurants, really upscale restaurants. And one of them is on the top floor of the TD Center, on the 54th floor. They oversee the entire lake and the, the entire floor, Toronto downtown high-rise office building. Must be, I'm, they are fighting with the owner, the owner of people that come in. And the owner's, of course, saying, I've got a contract, you have to pay me. And the, I only pay you because you deliver. 
That's the law. And I have some bloody law that you can't sue after the lockdown is over. Otherwise, there'll be a million laws and everyone will get caught up in a lawsuit. Every landlord and every tenant be ugly unless they stop lawyers from suing. I'm surprised it actually hasn't more lawsuits haven't, uh, or at least that we're not aware of. But again, the media has all been, you know, crafted very artistically, you know, so who knows what, what's really true. But I, I, we don't hear a lot of lawsuits. And given the litigious country we're in, it's surprising we don't hear them. Raymond, I'm going to go to a few questions. A Facebook question from uh, Stacey Cooper, who you know. Uh, so newbies in real estate, like where, what are the first steps? And she's in the Toronto market. What are some first steps to start in the Canadian market if you are a newbie in real estate? Whether you want to start a real estate business, whether you want to start a nail salon, whatever you want to start, you must be branded first. Otherwise, you're drowning in the sea of sameness. Why would someone give you a mortgage? Why would someone sell their home to you? What is, why are you special? Why are you different? How are you going to get the loan? And when you're branded by writing a book, the world stops and salutes you. I used up all my credit worthiness about 40, 50 years ago when I started buying real estate. And so I wrote a book on real estate. And when I went to the loans officer, I autographed a copy of my book and we talked only about my book. And even though I didn't really deserve the mortgage because I'd already bought a few properties, he said, ah, you'll get it. And I said, why? He wrote the book on it, for God's sake. What else are we going to give him? And so a book... So Everyone salutes you. Everyone is startled by you because the only authors they know are the biggest people in the world. If you go up to them and say, name an author, they'll say, uh, Sir Winston Churchill, Sir Richard Branson, uh, Warren Buffett, uh, Brad Pitt, um, Jennifer Lawrence. They'll name the biggest names they know in the whole world. And then when you say, I'm an author too, they just can't even believe it. Yep. And that it's better than winning a Nobel Peace Prize. If you tell someone you wrote a, won a Nobel Peace Prize, they'll say, oh, you must be peaceful. If you tell someone you won a gold medal, they'll say, oh, you must be fast. But when you say you wrote a book, they go, oh, they go, wow, they can't believe it. When you write a book, that's the easiest way to brand yourself. And I teach people how to write a book, but there's 30 winning messages that you have to embed in your book. And if you don't have them in your book, your book won't sell and it won't sell you. You don't make your money by selling the book. Make the money when the book sells you. This nonfiction. For fiction, you make money selling the book, like yep. Fifty Shades of Grey, Harry Potter. But for nonfiction, you make the money when the book sells you. So, for example, I became a realtor. And on the day that I graduated, I joined a Remax brokerage firm. And Remax had a big award ceremony. Went there, and two guys won the awards. So at the end of the award ceremony, I sidled up to them and talked to them because they knew everything and I knew nothing. It was my first day as a realtor. And a lady behind me said, I think I'll sell my home. So the three of us around and one guy who knew everything said, list with me, I'm a realtor. And the next guy who knew everything said, list with me, I'm a realtor. I said, I wrote the book on date and she listed with me and I made $40,000 committing my bro the forms for me. I knew nothing, but because I was branded by writing a book, I got the gig. I got the listing. I double-ended it and got $40,000. And the people who knew everything got nothing. Not what you know. It's how perceived, how well you are branded. So I tell all my clients, don't you dare start a business until you've written a book on it. I have a client in London, England, Dr. Asti Musaji. And he's a brand new dentist and his chair was Fenty. 
So I said, you need to be branded. He said, but I'm special. I'm just an average dentist. I said, branding makes you special even if you're not. So he said, what's my brand? So I made up a brand for him, the smiling dentist. And suddenly his chair is full. Why? Because everybody wants to go to a smiling dentist. Why wouldn't you want to go? Can you imagine two mummies watching the kids play in a playground? I've got a dolly to a dentist. She hates it. Oh, you should go to my dentist. He's the smiling dentist. Oh my God, I want to go to the smiling dentist. And his chair filled up because I branded him. That's the secret. You've got to get branded. And you yeah. can get branded by being the president of the United States, winning a gold medal in the Olympics, but you've got to do something. And a great example is Lance Armstrong. Lance Armstrong won a three Tour de France in a row, and his speaker fee was only $5,000 because nobody in America cares about bicycling. It wasn't until he won six in a row and was tied with the record that his speaker fee was about $25,000. And then when he won his seventh one, and he was the undisputed greatest bicyclist of all time, his speaker fee went to $100,000. Then he confessed that he cheated on the Oprah show, and his speaker fee fell down to zero. 5,000, 25,000, 100,000, zero. His speaking ability didn't change. His bicycling ability didn't change, but his brand changed. The brand determines how much money you earn, not your abilities, your brand. Because that dentist didn't change his ability. He just changed his brand. And I have authors in all 185 industrial categories who've written books through my wise counsel and who have dramatically increased their income. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I have 52, you know, those five of the New York Times right back there, which, you know, is quite a challenge to go get. We're launching another one, again, just to enhance the brand. It's called How to Make Your Kids a Millionaire. So I'm doing a co-author with a retired Lieutenant Colonel Air Force uh, fighter pilot. So he did his millionaire kids completely different and out of the country than I did. And now he lives in Oklahoma. So we're doing a book. Um, Actually, you should forward it. We're going to do that. You're going to have to forward the book. I'd be honored. Yeah, that would be awesome. Um, And Sharon Lecter is going to be in it as well, as you can imagine, my financial mom, who also was at our wedding. It's so critical. And I think, you know, in the era that I wrote books, a lot of people say, you know, like I'm negotiating that with with, uh, Kyle, my, you know, co-author of the kids book, is going to a New York Times in the 2000, kind of like 6 to 12 era when I did the books, was very different. Amazon wasn't Amazon then. So, you know, because, like, would you agree that like going for a New York Times is sort of over that whole era? I mean, it's interesting, but mostly influencers are there. Actresses and actors are there. Do you think it's important? A lot of people ask me that. And I say, go for a big Amazon and categories in Amazon. What's your kind of advice in the go for it category? Unfortunately, there's a way to scam to be a, a bestseller on Amazon. And that's to get and the New York Times and the New I York think Times. So. Not New York Times. I don't believe it. New York Times used to no. be I on Amazon. If you tell 10 of your friends to buy your book at 3 a.m. and no one else is buying anything, you can be number one in that tiny little category. You take a <laughs> screenshot and now you're number one on Amazon. But a lot of people know that that's just a trick. But New York Times is not a trick because no, there's 10,000 bookstores and they never tell you which bookstore they are going to poll that week. I know. I know. It's, it's, uh, it was a strategy, I'd say that. But it okay. also costs an enormous amount of money for the it people. It does. You have to pay a lot to get. A yes. lot. So I would say an average New York time. I mean, I had a very expensive writer who wrote all of them, but she was a high finance writer. So outside of the writing fee, I mean, I would predict and see most of them are cost 
quarter million, 400. I, my last one, because I was in three countries as a bestseller, was over 400 grand to get it because I was an Australian bestseller. But again, putting in the, the Demix bookstore, it was only a bookstore account. Putting into Africa, only a bookstore account. Like, I mean, I remember hiring couriers, you know about couriers, people to go put it into the bookstores in some of the countries. Like, you had to get them there and they had to count it there and it had to be purchased there. You had to show POs there. Yeah. So, I totally agree. I think uh, book writing, I mean, something we've always, you know, just encourage our folks to do. Um, I send my people over to you all the time. So next week, we're going to do a very private broadcast. We haven't done this at all since COVID started, where we're just going to focus on one person and his name's Raymond Aaron. And we're going to be doing that next week on August 6th from 4.30 to 6. So Thomas has a page um, that we're going to put up and it's just, it's a free, um, it's really a solid hour, but we want to allow times for, you know, time for a question and answer and to really just 430 be, to six, what time zone? 430 to six uh, Pacific. So okay. our time zone. So those of you that are, uh, are, you know, East coast, it'll be 730 to nine your time. And then uh, obviously we will be recording that and broadcasting for our folks in uh, the UK and, and uh, they don't want to, stay awake in the middle of the night, but our perfect time zone for Australia, New Zealand, and uh, Southeast Asia clients. So look forward to that. So what can they look forward to then? Obviously, those of you that are on the broadcast know that he is a wealth of information and brilliant information too. I didn't know that Uber Eats thing. Um, What I've seen on some of the pop-ups, so I've seen just little, like there's a lot of food carts that are operating literally out of like back warehouses where they get their their license to just cook food. And the probably biggest strategies the restaurants have finally got is chefs don't need to compete with each other. They can all use one kitchen and they cook at different times for all the pickups at different times. Like there's a seafood place that's here and they will only make four. I don't know why the number, but they make 41 dishes and it's the same dish. So one night it's, you know, Chipino one night. But if you're not in line and you cannot call in advance, 41, there's 41. And and they're killing it with that strategy because you want to be in line. There's no, for 41. There's no so leftovers. But they're going to no leftovers. It's like, that's what we're going to cook. That's the food we're going to buy. And we're going to be out of inventory. And then we're going to go again the next day. But there are so many creative ideas. It's interesting, pre-COVID, you think we're creative then? Like, think of the creativity now to stay in business and do what we're doing. And then, like you said, add a book to it. And like the sameness. I love your sameness conversation because, you know, you don't want to have to be the same. And there's a lot of crowded spaces right now. Yes. So what can we look forward to uh, next week on our very uh, intimate broadcast just with you? I'm going to be teaching you about the 31 marketing messages that have to be hidden in your book. For example, when you speak to kids and say, where do you want to go for lunch? They say, McDonald's, McDonald's. It's not because a McDonald's burger is any good. It's, It's just very average, as you know. But they think of how much fun the clown Ronald McDonald is. They think of how much they love the color of the golden arches. They think of the McDonald's advertising on their favorite TV shows. And so it's the marketing that drives the sales, not the actual quality of the product. And if you don't have marketing messages hidden inside your book, the book won't sell and it can't sell you. You're also going to learn the exact number of pages that the book has to be so that the book can sell you so you can be truly branded. You're going to learn there's shocking ways. See, there's things that you don't know that you don't know. Yep. And one of them is how to get a celebrity to write the forward for you. Because if you don't have a celebrity writing the forward, then you're just an average book. But if you have a celebrity, because, oh my gosh, how did they get that person? And that adds so much giganticness to your book. Yep. I teach you how to get 
a celebrity. I teach you how to get a publisher. I teach you how to get what I never had, and that is an official book launch. I'm the only person in the world who has ever done a chicken soup book and a for dummies book, the only one in the whole world. And I never got a book launch for either of them. I wrote a New York Times top 10 bestseller, Chicken Soup for the Parent Soul. I never got a book launch. And so I teach you how to get a book launch and to have the publisher pay for it. There's so many things you'll learn. You'll enjoy it. You'll really enjoy it. And all of you that follow us, uh, you millionaires in training, I mean, a book is part of the branding. Uh, you carve out chapters, becomes podcasts. There's so many uses of all that content that uh, we'll be going over too. So again, we are going to be broadcasting a very intimate webinar just with Raymond. No other people. It'll just be uh, he and I. And uh, we start at 430. We'll probably open the zoom doors at around 4 15 so uh let all of you get on and uh, get settled and bring a pen and paper because uh you can tell he's going to just unload enormous hold on, hold on shari said that the link to sign up does not work thomas can you handle that because veronica said she's registered yep i'm talking to sherry already and I, I don't know what's going on but it worked for anita and it worked for some of the other folks so we'll just talk to sherry uh, specifically and get her registered AskLaurel.com slash Raymond Aaron. You may have spelt my name wrong. It's A-A-R-O-N, Brother of Moses. First (laughs) first chapter of the Bible. Read the Old Testament. (laughs) It it will get fixed right away, dear sir. All right. Hi, Anita. I know. We have a lot of Canadians. Um, You know Ken Dunn, right? And Ryan Atherton, right? So I did a huge tour with them. Just in the last year, three different events uh, out on Toronto. In fact, end of February, I was uh, coming back out, needless to say, hoping to come back. Like, we can't go back. You know how weird it is to be married to a Canadian? It, well, and we can't because of Obama. Thank you for not letting us have dual citizenship into Canada. I'd have to give up my passport to have a Canadian passport. So, obviously, that's never going to work. And so, we're going to have to get some sort of a pass. So I can uh, go up and see the rest of his family because it's a pain in the ass right now. He has to go, but without me. You know, it's interesting too. I was talking, who was I talking to earlier today? The blessing I'm going to say of the the travel we were able to do when we were able to do it, because it's going to be interesting to see. And thank God I took my kids to every continent, but Antarctica and whether, you know, I don't think the penguins in the cold, you know, could get COVID. So maybe they'll let us go to Antarctica. But, uh, you know, I hope uh, that is not a thing of the past because, uh, I don't miss getting on the airplanes to speak. I miss getting on the airplanes to go to some of my favorite places in the world. Well, if they're going to enforce the six-foot rule, then the three seats together on an airplane, they're only going to be able to allow one person in it. That means airplanes are going to have to fly two-thirds empty and they'll go bankrupt. I don't know how it's going to work. They already are. I've been on a plane. Um, We have a big uh, operation up in Boise where actually Jason's – we're doing a lot of builds, a lot of development and contracting because all of the Californians are moving into Boise, Reno. They're just getting out, right? The communist California and all those laws, especially real estate investors. I mean, we have so many people putting their properties on the market, getting out of California, moving into Boise. So even up there, um, yeah, it's, it, it's interesting. And even in first class, you there's two seats, there's one. So they put everybody on like either the right side or the left side, but nobody sits together unless you're a family and you kind of beg for it. I mean, we just, you know, me, I just get up and move because I'm going to sit by my honey. So it's a, it's a weird place out there, but I, I so enjoy and appreciate your insights to what's going on. I think a lot of new and creative ideas. Look forward to next week in a big interview webinar with you to teach us 
31. I mean, I'm, got, I'm telling my, my Kyle, right, who I'm doing my book with, I'm like, you got to get in this webinar right away because we need the 31 messages in our book before we launch it. And we need you to forward it. And we need to know the exact page count. <laughs> so we're coming just to learn. And all of you, so many of you, Stacey, you're in the middle of writing a book. I know Anita, you're like a book. I mean, Clinton, you need a book. So all of you, make sure you get signed up. Uh, Doreen, you need a book. A lot of you need books and uh, Raymond's going to show you how. And I'm going to say this about you. There are so many people who teach people how to write books and they've never wrote a book and they've never gone to the bestseller list, which drives me even more crazy. Because if you've never like walked the walk, I, I just have such problems with people who haven't walked the walk and then think they can talk the talk. So you got to have, you know, walked the path before and you've been there. And probably what I appreciate the most is you get the damn book done and published. There are so many processes where our students are stuck in somebody else's system. They paid a whole bunch of money and they don't even have the like core copy of their book. So I just appreciate you actually get it done and get it done quickly. Like your timing to crank books up with people and the volume that you do is enormous. So I just appreciate you for that. Thank you, Laura. All right. So uh, thank you for being there. We will uh, see you next week, Raymond. I'm just going to finish up the broadcast with a few other uh, little housekeeping details and calendar details. So thank you. See you next uh, week on August 6th, 430. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Yeah, you. So super fun. Great insight. Uh, My favorite was, you know, the world's been punched in the face. Love that. So I think we are and the ecology of the balance and it's all going to happen. I just, you know, really continue to uh, encourage you to share this with more people. We need this broadcast to get bigger and bigger and bigger about real stuff and what's really going on. And you need to land on the right side of this rebalance of the economy. We'll call it right. That's actually a good new term. I just made that up, but it is a rebalance of the economy and you need to be on the side of really learning and understanding and how to find these deals and find the structure. And if you haven't noticed, I'm curious, Thomas, you can jump in here. You're usually always talking uh, how Kansas is doing. Missouri is doing like businesses are falling very quickly. Like one of our casinos, like I never thought 35 year casino at the lake, which there's a group from the table that are looking at us. $13.2 million. The lakeside in is not opening back up 35 years in business. And they just called it a day. But there's a group of older folks that are around this area in the Reno area looking at that. Some of the restaurants right next to the Nugget have gone down. I'm stalking trying to find my little Italian coffee, dude. I'm, right. <laughs> I can't find him. I leave him notes. I'm leaving. I left all the, the business neighbors notes and said, where is he? And they're like, well, he might have left. I said, he can't leave. Yeah. You need your coffee. You can't take off. <laughs> He's got to be around here somewhere. What's yeah. going on in Kansas, Missouri? And just curious out there on the chat, like what's going on in your town? Are you seeing things fall down? Are you paying attention? Uh, so in, in Kansas, they are having another spike. And unfortunately, with some of these areas that you had a shutdown, they do an open up and then they have to do or some of them are considering the shutdown, even if they you know really don't want to from the business perspective. Uh, but that's happening. And a lot of these restaurants here locally um, are are getting shut down. And as we, you talked about for months and months on end, this is the perfect time that you can go out, you can be a solution provider, you can help them with what they need. And w- with everything going on right now, you know, a lot of these, you know, w- whether you agree with it or not, a lot of the local governments are figuring out, are they going to have to do this again? And like in Kansas City, uh, which straddles both states, you guys are going to learn all the geography when you come out here for the October events. Uh, restaurants and bar- uh, bars and nightclubs are getting uh, potentially shut down in a week if the case numbers continue. 
right? So in that case, like you talked about, Laurel, you know, yeah. can you be, can you come in? Can you partner? Can you help them in that time when they have to shut down for some of these health related concerns? But I think, you know, some of those questions are, is some cost analysis. And if you don't know how to do that, we got plenty of folks who can do the cost analysis of whether they come back up. And I think what I meant when I was talking to Raymond about the experience, I mean, most people are pretty social creatures, right? And like, I, you know, they want to be back out. I mean, whether they're, they're going out for the food, I think they're going out for the experience and the interaction, you know, back at, you know, wherever they're going to go. So it's interesting. I think, uh, you know, obviously the people are going to choose, you know, where they continue to go back to and what's going to stay alive. And then what's the trajectory of it? I mean, is there really, by putting money in now, What's the cost analysis of how much you have to put in? Because once you do this, I mean, we haven't talked about that, sort of obvious, but I should say it, you're in it. I mean, you're in it to win it now. You are like, if it needs more cash and that's your deal, you're going to have to come up with more cash. You're going to have to figure out some creative ways to surge some cash in. You know, some of the things that I find still astonishing is how many companies haven't even applied for the 150,000 SBA loans and some of the other stimulus packages. I know Canada is amazing. Like, you know, my husband's getting two grand, two grand, two grand, just, you know, for being a Canadian. So even more uh, debt being uh, poured into that country. So interesting times. Those of you stay where share this, please like share a broadcast, especially like this one. You know, people are going to have to figure out where to turn and to get some uh, proper help. And we're here to help people. Thomas, is the link fixed? Let's just the link. The link's been fixed. That there was a there was a spelling issue that we had. But if you are having issues, here's what we're going to do. We're going to go ahead and make it easier on you. Um, I'm going to go ahead and put my email address. If you are having issues, I'll go ahead and get you signed up. Uh, we did have a number of people who were able to log in uh, and get it registered. Um, so you are set. I'm seeing you pop in through our system over here. Uh, but for Chris and Sherry, if you need it, if you're still having issues, I'll reach out to you personally because I have your contact information. We'll get you registered uh, and we will uh, get you uh, able to attend the webinar. Okay, perfect. So that's um, next week. So uh, first one we've ever done with any of the speakers. And while we were uh, out connecting, I just said, Raymond, I uh, have Jack Canfield's team. I don't have Jack, so uh, I will get a hold of Jack and get him on our broadcast as well. It'd be fun to see uh, Jack back in action. And I've also reached out to Mark Victor Hansen. So if you want other people, pretty much we could probably go get them. So let me know who you guys uh, want some interviews with and some uh, just insight. I think if anything, you know, it's not to pitch anything on these broadcasts. It's just to give you some insight and some uh, direction. So uh, you're picking and planning at all times. Tomorrow, Thomas, anything else you want to say? Graduate Marketplace yeah. means you have attended and graduated. You completed. Um, there are four classes now that have graduated. The next one is August 12, 13, 14. So if you've not attended a virtual meetup in Marketplace, it's only 97 bucks. If you're in the table, it is complimentary. If you already had an off-Wall Street ticket, it is complimentary. So uh, call into our office, uh, talk to Lavelle, talk to Nikki, get signed up. If you are in the table, again, or have an off-Wall Street ticket. Otherwise, those of you who don't, it is 97 bucks. You will make money. We had rocking results. Rick did over $21,000 in really the four-day period because we go Wednesday and Thursday, right? Uh, really Thursday, Friday, two significant days, Wednesday at five to Friday at five. And then we let you sell through the weekend to tally it on Monday. So as much of that time as you can take, if you miss a few sessions, we will have the replays. You can always get caught up. We've designed ourselves in this experience to be the place you get to come and make money. You don't have to pay Amazon 33%. You get to make money. So there's two classes now. There's the original right class called Virtual Meetup and Marketplace and now a graduate program for those who want to keep the marketplace going. So if you've already graduated, many of you have, then uh, you can attend the marketplace tomorrow. So I'm going to give some new cool content. 
for the classes, uh, April, May, June, made up some new stuff I got to share with you to keep you faster and making money. So I'm starting tomorrow at 12 noon. I'll go for about 45 minutes on some new content and techniques. And then we're going to open up into a big marketplace. So you have all afternoon to make money. So you can come and go if you need, if you have other appointments. But again, each class is only 97 bucks. And uh, a lot of you, you're so skilled. My God, like Stacey, I mean, I would think you'd come back every time. You always make thousands of dollars. And if nothing else, you're getting the database of the people there. By the way, we teach you that technique. So uh, make sure you get signed up. Any other questions going on out there? So I did post a link for it's the bit.ly slash GMM event that will take you to the event page we have for the graduate meetup marketplace gives you the opportunity to purchase the ticket for $97. If you've not yet done our uh, free attendance ticket, you can get one for free by leaving a review on the two review sites Mm -hmm. that we have listed. All we ask is that you send a screenshot. My email is on that page. You send it to me, I'll validate it, and then we will get you access for free. Uh, you will be able to then um, uh, attend, uh, again, talk or get the training that Laurel talked about. I'm also going to have uh, some some interesting uh, educational folks there tomorrow. Uh, many of you, if you're there for the July event, uh, tomorrow is uh, uh, there. Uh, she's going to be joining us, me, uh, during the event tomorrow and looking forward uh, to having her here. So um, we are, uh, again, uh, you can click the bit.ly link to get that. I don't know what's going on with this, with people saying that the, the, the Raymond page is not working. We've tested it on our side. We've had other people register, but we're going to make it work. I'm going to go ahead and reach out to those folks. Uh, if you're having issues, uh, Marjorie uh, will get you set up. looks like Chris finally got it uh, to work. Uh, but again, if you have any issues, I will be, we'll keep this open a little bit later today. I'll work with folks, make sure they get registered because that's going to be a great webinar. We're going to have a lot of great content on there. So really kind of there are three calls to action, just to not confuse you. Tomorrow is Graduate Marketplace. You have had to have graduated from the original marketplace. If you haven't attended an original marketplace, the next one is August 12, 13, 14. And plan on like Wednesday at 5 to about Friday at 5. And then through the weekend, you're allowed to sell to continue to make money and connect with our team. So uh, plan that in August. A great surge before uh, kids are going back to school. For those of you having kids go back to school, ours are, uh, which is awesome. And some of the universities are. My son is, and they are playing football. So that was just announced. So super excited. I don't think the parents can be in the sand. So you know me, I'm going to get really creative. And uh, because it's in Boise, they're going to play on the blue field. I told my husband and Tim Kristovich, and I think, you know, anybody that wants to go up there on uh, it's a September 5th, we're going to rent uh, one of those big damn cranes with the big box. And we're just going to like broadcast to all the other parents. If you want to come, this is how we're going to watch our kids play ball. It's from the parking lot in big cranes in those big buckets. We'll put in, you know, do a bunch of happy hour up there. I don't know. I'm going to get really creative. They might not legally let us do that, but you know, what are they going to do? Try to get us out of the crane? I mean, what can, you are they a, can you rent a blimp, Laurel? I don't know. That's actually a good idea. Or like one of those little balloons we could fly around. Yeah. Just if I'm not going to watch my son play ball. So I will uh, continue to tell you about our fun creativity on how we're going to watch. It was kind of interesting this weekend. Baseball played. Was that weird watching complete empty stadium? Like, uh, but I like, I like how they had like fake audience noise, you know, when they like, yeah. like when they hit a home run or something, it was like, <laughs> 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 I don't know if you thought they had an umpire and a manager get after each other, but they had to put their little mask on first and then they had to stand six feet apart. So it was really weird watching an umpire and a manager have an argument in COVID baseball. Just look dumb. Know, right? <laughs> they're going to get their hands on them and they can't. 
So uh, again, sign up for the graduates, sign up for the virtual meetup, and then make sure you get into Raymond Aaron's, you know, webinar that's going to happen next week. We haven't done that before. So super excited to uh, showcase him, especially in a time where what he's offering you all need. And if you have a book, get another book. So we'll see you next week. And uh, let's see, Thursday, uh, Quan, amazing real estate mortgage gentleman, will be with us on our broadcast. So uh, stay tuned. We're again, July is real estate centric. So and wealth-centric. So we'll see you on Thursday, 12 noon. Uh, Please share this broadcast with all your friends and let's double the group. Thanks for listening to the Real Money Talks podcast. Your host has been Laurel Langmire, author of five New York Times bestsellers, money expert on Dr. Phil, CNN, CNBC, The Street TV, Fox News, and The View. Want to learn more about off-Wall Street investing, tax strategies, and multi-million dollar business strategies? Visit liveoutloud.com slash podcast for past episodes, show notes, and resources. For some special wealth building gifts only for Laurel's podcast listeners, visit liveoutloud.com slash podcast gifts. Do you have a burning question for Laurel? Visit asklaurel.com to submit your question, and it may just be covered on a podcast episode. So stay tuned and be sure to subscribe to get new episodes every week. Music.